Welcome back to It's a Definite Maybe, your favorite podcast with your favorite people, obviously. <laughs> if you haven't listened to last week's episode, pause this and definitely listen to that because we spoke about how Stella is looking at moving overseas, yeah. which is exciting, which is what brings us into today's episode. And we're going to talk about how Stella has stopped dating. Mm. And if you've been following along, <laughs> you know that Stella has been getting back into the dating game. We went through the breakup series. We went through the breakup. Yep. It's been a year and a half. She went full send yep. on dating, especially when I just before I went on my overseas trip and I came back and she's like, I'm not dating anymore. <laughs> and I was like, that's a podcast episode. So don't tell me shit. Tell the podcast. Yeah, so, it was it was a very short-lived period. <laughs> <laughs> but you were going on dates like several times a week and yeah, I was like you're I was. so extroverted so extra- I can't say that word you're so extroverted I'm a very <laughs> zero to a hundred kind of person like I do things with a hundred percent of my energy which to my detriment in a lot of cases and definitely in this case so learn from my mistakes <laughs> I think the thing that I was really challenged by with my perspective with dating is I just like really absolutely threw myself into the deep end and booked dates on so much of my spare time. Literally like five times a week, I think at one point. I don't think it was quite that much, was but it, it was like it was two to three times a week. Like in a lot of my spare time, I, I would have a date. It. When I was dating, it was like once a week at most. Yeah. And look, in hindsight, that's what I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> because it was, 2020. Just, it was just a bit too much but the way ah, okay I'm I'm trying to like cycle through my thoughts and figure out how I want to kind of go about this but basically the perspective that I went into when I was made the decision to date was I'm excited to put myself out there and meet different people experience different energies mm-hmm. go out on dates have fun and just kind of experience this world that I have never really experienced before. No, you've never really done the whole dating thing. Yeah. And I've been single before, but when I, I covered this in previous episodes, but just the spark notes version of it, basically (laughs) I've been single before, but I'd never really put energy into dating specifically because it had never really been a core focus for me. Whereas kind of found people to date just in your life. Exactly. Without needing to really be on the apps. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's how things in the past have kind of organically happened and developed over time. And so I was like, cool, I'm excited to like really throw myself in. Yeah. I feel ready now. I hadn't felt ready before. Mm-hmm. I'm, was I was right excited time. to jump in and it very much did feel like the right time. You were very excited, which I feel like I a lot of people hate dating. And I was like, what's wrong with you? But yeah. I was living your single girl life in my four-year relationship. Yeah. I was getting well, off I mean, tea. The way that I saw it was, like I said before, it's an opportunity to meet different people, experience different energies, get to know someone yeah. new and just, yeah, try something mm-hmm. a little bit different, I guess. So at the time when I made the decision to start dating, I was very excited and very on yeah. board and like had a lot of energy for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I went wrong a little bit because I put, yeah, I put too much energy into it rather mm-hmm. than thinking about, okay, my schedule is already really bloody hectic as you it have is. A fucked schedule. Oh, it was ridiculous. Like, I did not have a single moment to myself. No, we and this barely was actually, had time to hang out. Yeah. Virtually. Yeah. And this was something <laughs> that actually came up during that dating journey. I remember because now. Someone called you out on it being like, 
That's not possible. It's yeah, like, I had. It so is. I'll I'll circle back around, but I had people who I would connect with and we'd be like, okay, cool, let's go out on a date. We'll catch up in person and, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll keep chatting and see if there's a vibe in person because it's also very different in person versus on the apps and you can be having really great conversation but then it's awkward in person. So Mm -hmm. my perspective was I wanted to get off the apps as quickly as possible but I also wanted to have a little bit of a vibe check beforehand and see that we were compatible basically. And it got to the point where people would say, hey, okay, cool, let's take this off the app and let's meet up in person. When are you free? And I was like, three weeks' time. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> I can see you in for 30 minutes. I <laughs> genuinely didn't have any spare time. Yeah. And that was really interesting because there were some people who understood yeah. And we're like, okay, cool, no worries, I'll see you in three weeks' time. We'll just, like, <laughs> stay in touch until then and yeah. keep chatting here and there. And then there were some people who were like, you're lying to me, I can't believe that anyone is actually that busy, like, you just don't mm-hmm. want to see me. And I'm like, I I got into this point where I felt like I had to justify or defend myself with how busy I am because I understand that it's not a normal situation for someone to book themselves out with basically all of their it's spare a lot, time. Yeah. Because people have more sense than that, but <laughs> I do not. It's <laughs> not I you. did not. And she's so, grown and she's changed. Yeah. And so I can understand from their perspective why that would be a little bit unbelievable that someone would have basically no spare time to themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who use, oh, I'm so busy as an excuse to not see someone. But I think this is what I needed to bear in mind as well. People are just getting to know me. They don't know me. And so I kind of need people to take – thanks. (laughs) I kind of need people to take a little bit of a leap of faith and just – trust that when I say I'm busy and I have no time I genuinely mean that yeah and I realized how rare it is for people to actually genuinely communicate the truth Mm -hmm. I kind of realized that people don't say what they mean a lot of the time Mm -hmm. when they're dating and they'll say oh I'm really busy but it's actually just because they don't want to hang out with that person and they don't know how to tell them that they're not interested. Mm -hmm. Whereas with me, if I'm not feeling something, I will tell you, hey, I don't really think that there's a vibe here. And there are many times where I was chatting with someone on an app where I did that. Yeah. Because I don't think it serves anyone to waste anyone's time with chatting to someone and kind of stringing someone along when you know deep down that it's not right for you. Yeah. And – one or both of you can and should be investing your energy elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But that's not the perspective that a lot of people take when they're dating. So I can understand why when I say, oh, I'm really busy or like I can't see you for a few weeks, people would think, oh, she doesn't like me and she's avoiding me and she just doesn't want to say it. People have trust issues when it comes to that and they just doubt that people are that honest because it's very rare. Yeah, and I can understand that. And so I have – empathy for people in that situation hearing that from me Mm -hmm. saying I'm really busy and you know what they would naturally think as a result of that but it was really challenging when there was one person in particular who would not accept 
that I was as busy as yeah, I was. Yeah, he was not not cutting the vibe check. And I don't I don't want to like harp on about it. I don't don't really want to talk about it because I don't think that's really fair of me because I understand his perspective yeah. and the wasn't very space nice that you, he was speaking out of and coming from. His reaction was absolutely not okay. No. But I can understand why he reacted the way that he did. Yeah. However, I basically ended up in a situation where I was extremely defensive and I felt like I'd done something wrong for he was setting boundaries. You. For yeah, setting he was. boundaries. Whether and being he honest. acknowledges that's what he was doing or not, he was guilt tripping me. Mm. And he got shitty at me essentially for setting boundaries and being in tune with myself and saying, actually, I need to really think about how much energy I'm putting into dating and yeah. seeing people because I'm so exhausted and this yeah. is more draining than it is exciting for me. Yeah. And so that was kind of the point that I got to, which is why essentially we want to, <laughs> we wanted to record <laughs> this episode. And I realized I don't have the energy to put into dating in the way that I wanted to date. And That's very with profound. Where I'm at at the moment, I'm uh, I'm kind of an all or nothing person, and that's probably, mm. like I said before, to my detriment. And I need Full to sense find a way sometimes to doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I need to find ways to achieve balance in my life. That's yeah. definitely a consistent part of the narrative that I'm still trying <laughs> to figure out. And so in that search for balance, naturally there's going to be times where I put too much of my energy into something, mm -hmm. but the the conversation that I needed to have with people who I'd been out on dates with is, hey, I actually don't have the energy for dating at the moment. I don't think that's fair to you. I don't think that's fair to me to continue things the way that we have been mm -hmm. when I know that I don't really have the energy for it. I'm not really emotionally available enough to date in the way that I want and need to date mm -hmm. for me personally. So I need to take a step back. And yeah. it was really, really interesting hearing people's reactions yeah. to me saying that. I feel like you'd have a big mix because some people yeah, just definitely like, was. yeah, that's fine. Like, good luck with what you're doing. Other people, I'm sure, who were, like, berating you. Absolutely. I definitely got both sides. Great. And it was really, really interesting <laughs> to observe the people who totally understood mm -hmm. and accepted it and were like, yeah, of course, I'm disappointed because we connected. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you've got to do what's right for you. And You also you don't know, want to be in a relationship with someone that's only 50% there. Like, exactly. As another person in a relationship, like – like, well, if you were being the reciprocal data, that's mm -hmm. just not fun. Yeah. Especially if you're putting in 100%. So I think it was very respectful of you to realize, hey, I can't give this my all. I would so like I'm to not think so too. Going to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that was very much my perspective. I didn't think it was fair to myself or the people that I was dating mm. to half ass anything. Yeah. Because. What's that going to achieve, essentially? Just so wasted time, wasted money, broken hearts. Exactly. Exactly. And you develop attachments to someone and you get excited about the prospect of being yeah. with someone. And if they're kind of checked out, then what is that really based on? Yeah. So part of the what tied into the decision was the energy thing and was the balance thing, mm -hmm. but it was also 
the fact that we covered this in our last episode, I want to move overseas. It's a big reason. And I think that's very fair. Yeah, it's a huge one. So the way the where my head was at basically was if I want to move overseas, what's the point in investing time and energy into getting to know someone and potentially finding my person only to turn around and leave a few months later? And it's also like a bigger if of like, sure, you might find the person, but then are you going to find a person that then wants to move with you Yeah, or and break so, up after three months? Like it's just exactly. it's like un- unnecessary heartbreak Exactly, for so both people involved. My perspective was, okay, these are the different situations that could happen. Situation number one is I meet my person mm-hmm. and then we have two options, which is situation two. Mm-hmm. Situation one and two is I meet my person. Situation one is I meet my person and they move with me. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of stress and pressure to put on a new relationship, to move overseas with someone. And also the second like part A to that or sub part B, whatever, (laughs) is that situation (laughs) 1.1, they might be moving for you, which puts a lot of pressure on you Exactly, if it doesn't work out because – my big thing is if you're going to move, you need to do it for yourself in 100%. case you break up. Never 100%. move for a person because if you move and you're the end of them and you break up, you're like, what the fuck do I do now? I'm in a different Absolutely. country. Absolutely. Wow. That's just so my thoughts. all around, situation one, very tricky. Very hard. Not ideal. Situation <laughs> two is I meet my person and we do long distance. Blech. Also terrible because we're doing long distance and I just, I don't know if I have that in me because particularly if it's a new relationship, I want to spend all of my time with that person, particularly when I'm in an opposite time zone to them. Impossibly hard. It's so difficult to maintain a relationship like that. done cross-continent long distance and it's impossible. It's so just painful. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, it's not necessarily impossible in the definition of the word. This is true. People make it work, but it is and you have very to put difficult. in the effort. It is very difficult. It's and if I'm going over to a new country and experiencing what life is like over there, and really throwing myself into that, yeah. I don't want to have half of me stuck back in Australia with my partner and mm. longing and wishing that I could spend time with them. So I just kind of don't really want to have that situation mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And then right. scenario number three is... Bonus one. Well, so, so scenario number <laughs> three is I meet my person and we break up because I'm moving overseas, mm-hmm. in which case then I would be very disappointed That's and, so you know, what was the point, even yeah. if it was kind of a short-lived thing. All of them kind of have a little grey cloud over them. Exactly, yeah. So either way... It seemed kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> and there would could definitely be that anomaly where there's someone who wants to move overseas already and is doing that and is happy to do their own thing and we just go on adventures together or we make long distance work or, you know, whatever other outcomes are. Mm-hmm. But those are definitely the outliers yeah. and I had to kind of play the odds game a little bit. And for me personally, I don't know if I could really go into the experience of living overseas with part of me with someone back home. Also, scenario 3.5 or point 
one five point four. Uh, the the bonus one five nine one is you could meet the love of your life, and then you could be drawn to stay here because exactly. you want to be with them. And, and that was the other scenario. A, that is a as someone who is pro do big life things. Yeah, I would be so heartbroken if you had met a person exactly. And they, not like held you back, but just kind of kept you here. And I'm sure it if you would held me back, <laughs> but held you back a little bit. And I think you'd be in five years, you might grow to regret yeah. that or not resent. Like you could grow to resent the person, yeah, or resent that they you never experienced that. And yeah. that's hard. and that was that was scenario four, and something that I was very concerned about because I know myself, and I know if I found that person who it clicked, it was organic, you got everything comfortable. just flowed. It worked. You know, this was my person and I was You'd so probably fucking stay. sure that this was my person. I would be very tempted to stay in order to see that through and make that yeah. work and prioritise that relationship. And I would be in the same if I was in your position. I think I would let my heart lead me instead yeah. of the big scary thing. It's like, oh, this is yeah. comfortable. I've got a great relationship. Exactly. Like let's explore this as opposed to doing the big scary Risky yeah. thing, which is moving overseas. And while that would still be so valuable and worthwhile to invest mm. my time and energy there, I I come back to what I said in our last episode. I would keep wondering what would have happened if? if I'd gone overseas, if I don't yeah. do it. And so I kind of don't really want to put myself into a situation where that could be threatened, essentially. Yeah. So that was also a really big reason into me deciding to stop dating. However, I only really came to that realization after I'd actually started going on dates with people. Mm -hmm. And so it was one of those things where from the start, I didn't say, oh yeah, I definitely want to move overseas, but like, yeah. I'm going to date anyway and just kind of see how I go because that'll be fun. Yeah. Like it wasn't really a thought in my head at the time when I made the decision to start dating. And I think that's what's so difficult is my perspective changed relatively mm -hmm. quickly, I guess. And the biggest thing that stood out to me when I was having these conversations with people that I'd been on dates with and told them that I'm taking a step back from dating, I don't want to put energy into that at the moment, mm -hmm. a couple of them had said to me, well, why would you date in the first place then? Jeez, the audacity. And I had to immediately go into defensive mode Jesus. and say, well, at the time, I can understand the perspective, but at the yeah. time when I made the decision to go out on dates, projecting, that wasn't where my head was at. Mm. I did think that I had the energy for it. Even though my schedule was super hectic, I felt that I could make it work. I thought that I had the energy for it. I was excited for it and I didn't yet know that I wanted to move overseas. I hadn't yeah. yet decided that I definitely wanted to do that and that was where I wanted to invest my time and energy. So I had to justify myself essentially when at the end of the day, yeah, it might be disappointing that, you know, you feel like you connected with this person mm -hmm. and now they're taking a step back and so they don't want to explore that connection further. However, people are allowed to change their minds. Totally. And if you are with someone who isn't 100% and they're not all in and they're not invested yeah. in getting to know you and exploring the connection and seeing if things can work, why would you want to be in that connection anyway? Exactly. 
Like, I don't want to be with someone who half-asses a relationship with me. I want to be with someone who has their own life and has things going on and is independent, knows who they are, and is their own person outside of our relationship. But I want to know that they're investing time and energy into the relationship rather than half-assing it and yeah, totally. Like, I think that's not really giving their all to it. I think it's respectful of you and these people are just showing the true colours who are being a little bit rude about it. Yeah. So I can understand <laughs> the pers- their perspective because we did connect and yeah. it is disappointing. And you're a catch. When- you're a great cat. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, shit, what have I done? Well, I think, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I think that was a part of it. I think these people who reacted badly were just reacting out of a place of hurt because they were disappointed and they yeah. saw potential there and the outcome like, wasn't the, the outcome that they wanted. Yeah. But that just showed me that those people weren't for me. Mm-hmm. And there were other people who I was speaking to and sent basically the exact same message to and they reacted so much better and those people definitely went up in my books. Green flags. Yeah, absolutely. Like the emotional maturity and emotional intelligence to be yeah. able to say this person knows themselves and is mm-hmm. standing up for themselves and their boundaries and is doing what's right for them, even though I'm disappointed, that's something that I have to manage within myself mm-hmm. and I can't blame the other person for just doing what's right for them. 100%. And who knows, maybe when you come back, one of them will be your green flag, Prince Charming. You who never knows? knows. Who knows? You never know. I don't know the future. I can't predict that. But Maybe you'll meet Prince Charming and become a British princess. Well, this is the thing. I might meet my person over there. Yeah. They may join me for my adventures while I'm living overseas. I just don't know. And there's like so many possibilities out there. Yeah. And it's really exciting, the prospect of that. But I think the headspace that I'm in at the moment is I'm open to connecting. I think I am still very conscious of meeting my person now before I move overseas because, you know, of all those scenarios that we ran through before. Mm -hmm. However, I am still open to meeting people and connecting, but I'm not looking for a relationship at the moment. I'm not looking for my person. Yeah. And I think it's good that you know that. Yeah. And I think that's a really important headspace for me to be in. And particularly going into my trip as well, I think I need to just be open to connecting and experiencing that for everything that it is. And this was also the thing in the back of my mind. I kind of felt like if I moved overseas and I had a partner already, I either moved with someone or had someone back home. Mm-hmm. I think there would always be a part of myself that I would be holding back. Yeah, you wouldn't be as when I'm overseas. Explorative or as yeah. open. And I kind of feel like I need to go over with no ties yeah. so I can say yes to things, be spontaneous, not have to worry about, oh, but I've got a partner back home. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I want to do that thing. Let's so I'm going to go do that thing. I'm going to experience it. Totally. And I feel like that's the headspace that I need to be in and it's very, very difficult to do that Mm. when you're in a relationship or have a connection with someone who's not there with you in Mm. that time. And I just know personally for me that that wouldn't work. 100%. I think that's awesome to see that you've come to this like self-growth and conclusion for yourself and knowing what you need and that's the most important at the end of the day. 
Yeah, so I'm feeling good about where I'm at. It was definitely really interesting to see people's reactions to telling them that I don't have the energy for dating. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the my perspective with that was technically I didn't even owe you anything. I didn't no, need to have a conversation with you and thing. tell you that. I was doing the right thing. You could have just ghosted. Absolutely. And, and so many didn't. people do ghost, but that's yeah. just not who I am. Yeah. And I think people took that as I don't know. They took they took it in in their own way and it was an opportunity for them to fight me on it rather mm-hmm. than this person is communicating with me about where they're at and I appreciate them for communicating with me about where they're at, even though I'm frustrated at the outcome or I don't fully understand the reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're at least telling me where they're at rather than stringing me along and, you know, we get further down the track and they're fucking me around and yeah. then who's that fair to? Yeah. I think that's that's all we have time for today, Stella. I think, I think that's so. great. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. We love having you around. Make sure you keep up with our socials. Everything will be in the show notes for you and we can continue the conversation there. You can always slide into the DMs. You can slide into the emails. Maybe you can tell us your own story of why you decided to stop dating or being on the receiving end of someone who decided to stop dating. Let us know. Yeah. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this right now, whatever you can do on that platform, do that thing. We really appreciate it. It helps us out. Tell friends about the pod, this episode, other episodes that you've listened to that you've really enjoyed. We really appreciate it. Otherwise, we're excited to take you along next time as we talk about other areas of life that might not have a one-size-fits-all approach on It's a Definite Maybe. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.